Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 134. I'm broadcasting from Itoshima. This is Brandon Shin inside Fukuoka. And today you can hear some music. That's James Blake's new album. James Blake's new album. It's called Assume Form. I've been listening to him since 2011, maybe 2010. He is a, an electronic artist out of the UK and. This album is nice, so I thought I would play it and talk about him. So, James Blake in Japan, that's what we're talking about. But overall, it's mostly me talking about the music that really that I really connected with in university that I still listen to while I'm here in Japan, you know? It's weird how when you live abroad for a while, you start to your identity can shift because you're absorbing so much new information you're meeting so many new people and you're in a different environment so things change but at your core those really formative years things where you really started to accept who you were and build that foundation those roots or even just uncover those roots I think that stays with you regardless of where you go and it only takes time to discover uh, what those are and for me it was during university it was mostly around sophomore year say 2010-ish I had shrooms with my roommate uh, that I was friends with since middle school and um, or I should say high school and um, that trip really pushed me to get to Japan. So I've spoken on it on this about uh, I've spoken about this on other podcast episodes, probably in the twenties and um, episode twenties, twenty to thirty. And uh, what I was saying was I. S- took karate for like eight years when I was in Florida in my youth and yeah we're talking like I probably started like seven eight and maybe after that eight or nine because I like I quit because I was going to university and I went to university maybe when I was 17 I had just turned 18, like, the first week of school. So, it must have been, yeah, when I was eight or nine. Around the time I wrote my first book, actually. And, um, yeah, during that time, I really absorbed a lot of Japanese culture. Unconsciously, I believe, because, I mean, we were speaking Japanese. To, we had to recite this creed. You know, how we were going to uh, shape our character. And we recited that every day. We did that in Japanese down the line. And uh, we were clean. We'd clean the dojo after work or after practice. And, you know, all the things that young Japanese kids do in school and people learning any type of martial arts do to build character. And that all was the fertile soil 
that sprouted my desire to go to Japan once I planted those seeds, those shroom seeds. I don't know if that metaphor worked. I was trying to make an analogy. I don't know if it worked. <laughs> But really, those shrooms I took, I mean, the ground was already laid. The foundation was laid, but I never took it seriously. I was dead set on becoming a dentist. I had been wanting to become a dentist since like middle school. Once I first got my、uh, braces, my orthodontist was a really cool guy. I liked his lifestyle. Spoke about going to Vegas and shit. I was like, and you know, I like science. And the biggest thing for me was braces after five or six years really helped me build self esteem and confidence in myself. And I wanted to do the same for people, you know? The same thing as karate did as well build people, build character.、Uh, but shrooms hit me, and I was like, what? Sorry. As I have this thing to call the sophomore slump in university, where your second year in university, you're kind of questioning everything and you're just like, what am I doing? And I guess I was in that because those shrooms got me. I was listening to a lot of music during that time.、Uh, the Knife, still my favorite band. It's a Swedish duo,、uh, brother and sister duo.、Uh, the sister makes music under Fever Ray now, and the brother is also a DJ. And he has his own act called Uni Aihu, and he produces music for some bands as well out in Germany. But、um, that music that I listened to during that time, during my university years, usually, I was, yeah, I was taking shrooms, I was、uh, smoking weed, or I should say vaping and eating, because I would try to avoid smoking as much. But psychedelic. Stuff. It was uh University for me was an experimental time, like a way for me to really discover myself. And, you know, whereas most people were focused on just getting good grades and、uh, being really active in clubs and stuff, I was looking inward and trying to discover who I was or create who I was. And during that process, I realized that Japan had had a huge influence on me when I was younger, and that I felt it was kind of part of my being since I started at such a young age. And the way that I was thinking was naturally became somewhat influenced by this, my Japanese teacher. I mean, he was straight from Okinawa. Actually, I think he was born in Kyushu, but he moved to Okinawa and built. He created his own style and he took that to the US and it hit, off, it hit in Delaware and Jacksonville. And I did it for a while, man, almost 10 years. Like when you're young, that shapes how you think. And so,、um, you know, once I had that music hit me during a vulnerable time, like when you're taking psychedelics, you're very open and. The music that you really feel stays with you. And so, even to this day, when I listen to The Knife or James Blake, it takes me back to those moments when I would share really vulnerable, passionate moments with my, my tripping buddies, people that I would trust enough to take 
these psychedelics with and most people i don't know what your image of image is of people taking psychedelics but what i would what we would do basically we would just get good music uh we had these lights that we would like put up against the wall and talk that's all we did we would just talk and listen to music and uh the sensation on shrooms is mostly it's like a just stream of consciousness you have no blocks you aren't overthinking anything everything just falls out of your mouth and in a very sincere way too you're i mean obviously you still have boundaries and you can you can um control yourself but you feel inclined to be fully authentic and so whatever comes up you answer honestly and you just speak your mind and um unfortunately some people rely on that to do that in daily life and they become i don't you can't get addicted to uh shrooms or mushrooms i know mushrooms are weed you can have um Did I say shrooms or mushrooms? Shrooms or marijuana. I know marijuana is habit-forming, which means that you start to prefer using it when you don't really need it. But it's not pure addiction where you're like having withdrawals and like something like heroin or cocaine, where you are just constantly thirsting for it. I think I did get to a point in university where I was starting to vape uh, marijuana when I just had nothing else to do, and you know that is not healthy, and it can be used as a way too to escape reality. You don't want to deal with the hard things that, although you struggle, gives you a sense of achievement and provides better results or, or change in your life. And uh yeah, I'm glad I was able to stop it. I mean, or put it under control, I should say. And I'm not condemning drug use or anything that's up to whatever it's up to you. I mean, it's your it's your body. Of course, there are <laughs> governments around the world that will persecute you depending on where you are so you just gotta be mindful but the point is the music that really hit me during this time <clears throat> was attached to really strong emotions and that still lives with me today and even listening to it is like it brings you back and causes you to reflect and you know also causes you to be present and just really appreciate for appreciate yourself the effort you put in the relationships you built and just being grateful for your family that had supported you along the way like you just it just reminds me of how fortunate I am and I'm just thankful for uh my loved ones you know music does it to you so even if you're trying to learn another language or assimilate into another culture don't forget where you came from especially the art cuz that stuff really can 
it's it's formative man it really builds it's the building blocks of your identity at least for the creative types i know for myself but regardless i mean i listen to japanese music too but i gotta stay with the stuff that really hit me and uh yeah james blake is one of those artists so take care of yourself take care of of those moments that really meant a lot to you back in the day you know okay so if you want to travel to japan come here without getting on a plane and still maintaining who you are some people I know try to erase I mean I tried it in the beginning I tried to I can't say I I can't say completely because I still was listening to a lot of stuff that I enjoyed back in the US but I was I was trying to go as deep as possible into Japanese culture only listen and read Japanese stuff and it just didn't work it just didn't work <laughs> but um, yeah you can still honor your former self while adapting to a new place. You just got to find the balance. So if you want to find the balance and travel to Japan from your home, go to brandonshin.net forward slash raw, R-A-W. And as always, tell one person after you click X. I don't even know. Press X. Where are you on your phone? What are you doing? Actually, I found most people listen to this podcast are on their iOS or on their um, iPhones or or listening it to uh, the desktop version of iTunes. So I appreciate you iPhone users, all you Apple users. Once you press X, click X, whatever, go tell one person about this podcast and also go listen to one song from back 10 years ago that's let's do that 10 years ago that one song that really got you go listen to that and then tell a person one person about this podcast cool see you on the next one today is the 25th and it is 10.05 talk to you soon goodbye